Broadcasting live from the Badlands of Texas, 360 degrees around the earth, from southern Australia, all the way to Northern Ireland and Southern Ireland and Northern Australia. It doesn't matter. I'm your host, Gerald Schmemans. And you are listening or you're watching Midnight Radio. Hello, everybody. How are you doing? Oh, there's some naughty people in the news tonight. Oh, my gosh. We're going to talk about it. We're going to start talking about it right now. I do have some Idaho 4 documents that just dropped within the hour. I'm going to tell you where they are, what they are, and some of it. Well, you might not have expected. You might not have expected this quickly. Hold on a second. What is that behind me? Looks like my on-air light's a little bit crooked, but that's all right. That's all right. You know what else is all right? Our executive producer, Lady Lisa, she is amazing. I also would like to thank our executive producer, Grant. And I've got one more executive producership that I'm going to throw out there right now as I throw my banner right underneath me there. And that goes out to JoJo. Thank you very much. I would also like to thank all the people that work behind the scenes, especially on the radio side of Midnight midnight radio to keep that going i do have some announcements about that but if you would like to be an executive producer for any donation of twenty dollars or more it all goes into our radio station for our licensing then you can do that you can either do that with the cash app dollar sign midnight radio 101 or you can do that there in youtube we are recording in front of a live youtube audience you can send a chat a thank you a super thanks a chat sticker all that goes to our radio licensing. Thank you very much. It is so important nowadays that our information is not controlled by the mainstream. It is controlled by us. It's controlled by you. You get what you want by donating. You enjoy it. You keep it going. That's how it works. $20 or more gives you an executive producer. Anything under that makes you a producer, and we appreciate every cent that goes to that. To that effect... I'm not joking. Every cent that you guys put into this, you guys get back and it goes in the radio station. That's why I can announce we've formally been submitted. We've um, done all the prerequisites we needed to do as a radio station. And it took us a little while, about three months now, to be submitted to iHeartRadio and tune in. Okay, so we've been officially submitted there today. We'll hear from tune in in five days. And I'm not sure when we're going to hear from iHeartRadio, but we'll let you know. And we're going to be broadcast on there. You can already get us on our app, our website, midnightrad.io, our app in the Google Play Store. And you can already get us on. You can already get us on any Alexa device by enabling the skill. But with iHeartRadio and TuneIn, before we didn't have an app for Apple phones, you can have that TuneIn app or the iHeartRadio app for your Apple phone. You can get a radio station on there. You can also get the TuneIn app or the iHeartRadio app in your car, computer. So that is where we are going, guys. That is where we are going. I will let you know when they go live on those two platforms, which will cover, well, it, it's it's basically before, right now, it's almost like, you know, a grasshopper taking a leak in the wind, but after that is going to be like a hurricane as far as your ability and the quality you can get midnight radio. Just today we got upgraded to HD. 
So if you're listening to me on the radio right now, you're listening in HD. All right. Uh, let me go ahead and show you this, by the way. Before I get in, and I got some good info today, you're going to want to tune in for that. While I pull this up for you, I'll let you know that I, I was on Spotify last night. I have special stuff I just send out to Spotify whenever I'm not on here. I am recording for Spotify, by the way. I have things on there that I do not have in here. But... The Rudy Farias case, something dropped out on that. Something dropped on that. Covered it live. Put it right on Spotify. So if you go to Spotify, search for Midnight Radio, get the link for that. You can get things that you're not normally going to get faster. If, if I'm not on here, I'm on Spotify. It depends on what I can get too fastest, guys. Check this out. This is just something we got added today. This is for you guys. All right, I mean that. And... There you go. This is our website. This is midnightrad.io. That is not midnightrad.io.com. No, there's no .com. Instead of .com, it's .io, midnightrad.io. That's our website. We have this button right now. You can push this, and you can give a shout-out to your favorite DJ. Tell them how much you like them. You can help support us. It's not only with money. It's also with your support, with your listening. You can use this to record a message saying Midnight Radio is your favorite radio station. It goes right to our radio server in the UK, and it'll go live. And also, you can request a song from your favorite DJ. Let me try one. You guys, uh, let me see. Um, let me think of a. Let me think of a good song because I know Julianne with her show, um, Third Rock Radio. She's going to be on at nine o'clock central standard time i'm gonna do a request for her i'm gonna send it to her too. watch i gotta think of a song i'm gonna allow my microphone hey julianne uh we're live on the radio right now but uh me and the people in the chat room which are here we want to hear a song we have a request our request is what's love got to do with it by tina turner could you play that one for us Thanks, Julianne. And name or nickname, I'm going to put to Julianne, J-U-L-I-E-A-N-N. Send it. She'll get it before the show, and maybe she'll play our message and our, our message. We also got in our song. We got this right here. This is a different player. I'm going to let you hear it. Well, I'm not going to. I'm going to mute it. But if you hit play... Of course, it plays the artwork just like it does on the ribbon player, but also you can download the song, all right? That's the way by Led Zeppelin. You go download right there, and it takes you to Apple Music where you can download the very song you're listening to on Midnight Radio. Pretty awesome, huh? Again, it'll take you to any song that you're listening to played live. You can buy it. You can share it on your Facebook or your Twitter, whatever show you're listening to live, whatever whatever uh, song you listen to, tweet it, Facebook it. It has this right here where you can embed it into your own website. If you're into that, you can do that. If you have a website, of course, it's HD right there because it is now an HD stream. All right, enough of that. But seriously, guys, I would take some advantage of being able to do requests now so check that out 
you didn't come here for that. You came here from Idaho for and a bunch of other crazy stuff that you've been hearing today. So here we go. In the chat room, we have Laura. We have Paula Lamore. Thank you for showing up. Backseat Gamer, hello. Say hello to uh, your children and your husband. Lisa Maxwell. That's Lady Lisa, everybody. Dragonfly. And that's it. Oh, my goodness. I'm undercover. I ran some people off. We're down to 11 people watching. All right. I'll start the show. You know, I got such, you know, exclusive information. I feel like I can hold back a little bit. I miss yard work. Government made sure I couldn't keep my home long story, but all very true and horrifying. That does sound horrifying. Oh my sunflower soul. All right, here we go. The first thing I want to talk about is Idaho four. All right. That's the very first thing I want to talk about the new breaking information I got and the new documents that have been dropped. Rahel. I'm going to drop it to you. All right, so Idaho student murders killing. Huh, let me reread that. Idaho student murders King Road home won't be demolished until least October. Should be an at least, but here we go. The King Road home where four University of Idaho students were killed last year will not be demolished until at least October. The school president announced since that fateful night in November, the house on King Road, where four of our fellow vandals were senselessly killed, has stood as a stark reminder of what was lost. We lost our innocence and our sense of safety. We realized that evil can visit our town, and we lost four brightest souls from our vandal community. From our vandal family, Scott Green, president of the University of Idaho, said in a memo Wednesday, that's today, Upon the completion of the remediation of the house, including lead and asbestos abatement, we will pause demolition. We will revisit the decision in October. There is no legal requirement for leaving the house standing. Both the prosecution and defense have released any interest in the house for their cases. We will still fully expect to demolish the house, which was given to the university by the former owner, but we believe leaving the house standing for now is the right course to take. Well, thank you for doing us a favor. Thank you for doing us a favor. You know, I've said this, and I'm going on record saying it again. I don't give a damn. I don't give a hot damn what the prosecution thinks, and I don't give a damn what the defense thinks. It doesn't matter. It matters what the jury thinks. All right? That's what's important. Let's focus on them, even though they haven't been picked yet. As far as we know, they haven't started. They usually let us know when they at least start. We'll probably not know out of Idaho, but it doesn't matter what the defense and prosecution thinks. It matters what that jury thinks. They say they get together and they write a letter to the judge. Judge, we really think we need to see the house just so we can know how somebody can walk from point A to point B in the given time said. All right? 
I think we need to be driven around where supposedly Brian Nothingburger rode his car around a circle. So we know the timing of it because you cannot. Time is a perceived thing, all right? Time is one of those magical things in the world that's only perceived. How many of you have had some uh, marijuana gummies? Well, time goes slower if you're on THC, but it doesn't really go slower. It's your perception of it. Time flies when you're having fun. I'll tell you what, it seems like this show goes by really fast sometimes, even when we're on for three hours, because we're having fun. Information is flowing. We're having a conversation. It's about perception, all right? There's one thing being told about how much time it takes. And there's a whole nother thing when you're there and you would see. When they do a walkthrough for a a crime scene, it's almost the same as when the defense is giving uh, its arguments right before it is going to have the person that uh, is accused of the crime testify. And then he stood up and then he took his knife and he walked over here, everybody, and he went like this three times. He didn't stop. He went right out the door. He went to the next place just like that. It gives a sense of timing and it lets them know how it would have been done. So I've not seen this in any other case. Cooper made a very good argument. He's so damn articulate. I think along the exact same lines as him, but when he's in that chat room, which isn't very often recently, he's just so damn articulate. He puts what I think into words and he said, well, who's going to pay for it? Who can be forced to pay for that house standing? And the university is paying money you know, for the guards and everything around that house. That's a good point. But I mean, what about all the other murder houses? The thing, what about Murdoch's house? Who paid for that? The difference being that, you know, and they're not going to talk about it, but I don't think that house is going to get torn down. I'm thinking some other rich lawyer is going to buy it or something, maybe at a discount. Oh, maybe it'll be some married couple, just young married couple, just starting out. And they're going to get their dream home for a discount. Maybe it's going to turn into the next Amityville Horror. I don't know. But the house is supposedly not going to get tore down till October. This doesn't necessarily mean, I mean, according to them, it could be October 1st. But we'll see. We also got some other information breaking about the house. Yes, we do. Uh Actually, it's not about the house. It's about Idaho. Let me look at the paperwork. What are people saying in the chat room about this? I, the defense and prosecution agreed. They don't care if the house is demolished. So I don't know why the university made this decision. Perhaps the petition. I think it's because of all the public outcry. People are saying, what the hell? When I smoked weed, my days flew. I was hyper and clean nonstop. That happens to you with tap water, Laura. On the Oh, the university is paying for it because they're pressured by the public. When is the trial starting? Didn't they ask for a stay of the defense? All right, Dragonfly. They did ask for a stay. They asked for 37 days if needed. It's still planning to be in October. Unless they need more time. 
If I was on the jury, I would want to go there and hear the sounds and see where Dylan was. Yes. Have someone clap their hands. Can I hear that? You're damn right. I think families want it left up in case. The family said they did. Not all the families. Heard the Chapin family didn't care. All right, here we go. Let me go over the paperwork. Um, bada bum 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 bum, which is in my downloads. More paperwork for today. This is the state's response to the defendant's second supplement and a motion to compel discovery. All right. Let me bring that up here for you. Hmm. Here do we go? You're seeing it as I'm seeing it. I'm going to make it a little bit bigger. That's what she said. Oh, all right. Here we go. This is from today. All right. 7, 12, 23 at 7 59 AM. What are we reading? In the District Court of the 2nd Judicial District of the State of Idaho, in and for the County of Lettaw, Brian C. Nothingburger, defendant, comes down to the State of Idaho by and through the Lettaw County Prosecuting Attorney and submits the following supplemental response to defendant's second supplemental request for discovery, filed in March 23, 2023, in defendant's motion to compel discovery. Filed on May 4th, 2023, in compliance with the court's order on defendant's motion to compel discovery. Compel, compel. I'm compelled to keep reading. The state has complied with this request and has provided the following supplemental specific responses to item 160. Defendant's second supplemental request for discovery in item 6. It's going to take a little Pellegrino on that one. These records are limited to formal post-documented trainings. Ah. Records of briefing, informal trainings, and or conversations are not documented in writing, as the state has indicated. I'd like to thank Microsoft for helping me when I don't want their help. These, these records are limited to formal post-documented trainings, records of briefings, informal trainings, and or conversations are not documented in writing. As the state has indicated in its response to prior discovery requests for the defense, the state has and will continue to provide discovery in accordance with ICR 16 and applicable law. I hereby certify the true and correct copy of the following state supplemental response to defense second supplemental request discovery and motion to compel discovery was delivered to the following individuals all right let me bring up that second huh. comes now the state of idaho also, this is from the 11th, so at 4.30 p.m., so we know this isn't the same paper. Can you guys see it okay? 
Can you guys see it? Yeah, okay, you can. Comes now the state of Idaho by and through the Lattock County prosecuting attorney and submits the following supplemental response to defendant's second motion to compel discovery. Filed by the defendant on June 15, 2023, and in compliance with the court's order on defendant's second motion to compel discovery. The state respectfully submits the following specific supplemental responses. Request one, investigative reports and conclusions from all cell phone analysis, including but not limited to any analysis conducted by police agencies, FBI, CAST, team, and other Idaho authorities. The state has responded by listing page numbers and audio slash video file names of information and data provided to the defense in discovery. As of June 13, 2023, counsel for Mr. Nothingburger has not received any investigative reports and conclusions of analysis of this data conducted by the police agencies. Okay, so they haven't told the defense of anything they've gotten from the evidence that they have, you know, at all. Interesting. I guess they are supposed to turn over every bit of their analysis to the defense. The state has complied with this request and was and has provided the following, you know, and it has these different numbers. I'm not going to name them, but the dates are 6-5, that's four, and here's another one, 5-8-23. Request four, two, request four, all footage provided to forensic examiners with FBI used to identify make and model of the vehicle. And this is what we've heard before. She wanted to know how they came to the conclusion of the make and model of vehicle that they called the Moscow police department and had them tell us all to be on the alert for how many of you guys were looking for that kind of vehicle. All reports generated related to the identification of the white Elantra. It's like something pointed to Brian Kohlberger. She wants to know what it is. All reports, communications, and documentations related to the change in year of the white Elantra sought. Because remember, they changed years. CV or credentials of the forensic examiners of the FBI. And the FBI ain't going to give you jack, lady. Look at all, I mean, there's nobody that can get anything from the FBI. They do what they want right now. That's going to change. That's going to change. The state has responded by listing various page numbers. Let me blow this up a little bit, if you don't mind. Has reported by listing various page numbers and file names of recordings they have previously provided. However, they do not provide any reports generated, communications, and documentation relating to the change in year of the white launch or the CV or identity of the forensic examiner has identified this as the make and model vehicle. The state has complied with this request and has provided the following. One, two, three. Dates are 425, 65, 626. Request 17, the state has responded that they are attempting to obtain this information. If it exists, the state will comply with this request upon receipt as of June 14th, 2023. Counsel for Mr. Nothingburger has not received this information. The state has complied with this request and has 
provided the following hard drive for 523 request 23 the state responded that they have provided av000123 discovered on 33023 however the provided recording is an in-person interview with fbi agents rather than the phone interview done by moscow police a phone interview with fbi agents there was a phone interview to brian kohlberger with fbi agents wow the state has been informed this phone interview was completed by sa shirley we confirm this reference phone interview was not recorded. Request 109, identity of the FBI special agent that is a member of the cellular analysis survey team that was consulted with to determine locations of the cell phone from 1112 to 1113 and all cast certification records and training records for the involved agents. The state objected to this request for the reason that this is outside the scope of ICR 16 to the extent that the state intends to offer expert testimony and will comply with ICR 16. Mr. Nothingberger disagrees as this information was largely relied upon in various warrants, including the arrest warrant. Information relied upon to secure search and arrest warrants is necessary to conduct analysis of Fourth Amendment issues. Further, the entirety of the information could include materials required under Brady. Idaho Criminal Rule 16 covers broader area than the evidentiary rules of admissibility. This is interesting. Here's a question, you guys, on the chat room. There's Zumac. I'm going to read what you're saying there in a minute. What I want to know is this. How much of this defense do you think Brian Kohlberger actually has his hand in? You know, he's educated. Uh, he was getting his doctorates in criminal justice. How much of this information on this paper do you think is coming from him? We know in the case of, then we went over, oh, what was his name? Alan from Delphi, who's, uh, you know, eating poop and howling at the moon and eating his paperwork. We know he's not helping. What do you think about Brian Kohlberger? Do you think he is any... Uh, help on these reports all right i'm looking at the chat room right now see what i missed hello nobody they've already started abatement on asbestos and lead removal remove all personal items so the building isn't the same anymore i know but you're not listening to me nobody are you listening to me nobody nobody's arguing those points we agree with you it is not the same distance is distance distance is distance distance is distance paula lamore hello i like your name lol all right everyone is saying leave alone till after the trial they need to see that nobody could be there and not here amen although what nobody said i do agree with if they're ripping stuff off the walls can it not be said that uh well you know the sound isn't the same i don't know Sunflower Soul says this both sides supported its demolition, and they have said many times it is a health slash safety risk. I don't know. But it doesn't matter. What if you're on what if you're on the jury? Can you imagine being on that jury and they're saying everything happened in 
what, what was it, 12 minutes, five minutes, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12 minutes. Four people were murdered just like that by a serial killer on his first time. And you're, I'm saying you're going to walk my ass from room to room before I can, I condemn a man to death. You're going to walk my sweet ass from room to room before you're going to get my judgment. All right. The jury is what matters. Now I'm sure, I'm sure the defense says, no, go ahead and tear it down. And then the jury is saying, well, if I cannot actually walk from room to room, how in the world of hell am I going to actually know how much time it takes to kill somebody from room to room? Good for Ann Taylor, bad for the prosecution. That's just my opinion. My opinion really doesn't matter. Not even to me. All right, this is interesting. Trying to have the evidence uh, throughout collected illegally, not that he is innocent, but technicality stuff. They agree, though. Yep, the defense and the prosecution agree. But the jurors are the ones that convict a man to death. I don't give a damn what the judge says. We're I don't care what the judge says. You know, the justice system, it's the jobs of the lawyers and it's the jobs of the judge to keep it going within a certain space. And they do that for the people, all right? It's the people's job to convict a murderer to death in the case of a death sentence. That's on them. So regardless of what the defense of the prosecution says, I completely understand a lot of people being outraged about that house being torn down because they're saying, if I'm going to convict a man to death, by God, I have the right to walk through that house because the timeline is so messed up. And see, well, can a normal person... Can a jury of my peers look at this and say, yes, I can walk through this in seven minutes and murder four people without anybody knowing with two people, not even calling nine one one and you don't get to walk through the house. But going to the other thing, arguing the other way with the defense and the prosecution say, tear it down, tear it down, tear it down. And you're in the jury and you're saying, I'm sorry, I cannot make this decision until we can look through the house. All right. You, what do you have? A mistrial, right? Nobody wants a mistrial. Somebody does. But supposedly they're not tearing it down until after the trial. Maybe they said December. So it is what it that is what it is. Let's continue our paperwork here. It's no longer up to us. None of us work. Where the hell is that paperwork? There it is. There's always a right and a wrong. Always there's there's a right and a wrong. Now, just because you believe something doesn't mean you're not wrong. Here's an example. Number five, request 109 saying that they want the information about who in the FBI and they want their training about which special agent contacted, you know, 
them and said, look at this specific car. The state says that they object to this request for the reason it's outside of the scope. All right. His lawyer says it's not outside of the scope. One of them is wrong. One of them is right. Just because they both agree that the house can be torn down doesn't mean they're right. It's better to leave it up. All right, moving on here. The state has complied with this request and has provided the following. And it shows discovered on 7-11-23. They gave it to him yesterday. Hot damn. Request 121-40. All tips were recovered by law enforcement relating to this case. The state has provided various tips throughout discovery. However, they are scattered in pieces throughout discovery. A complete and chronological list of all tips has not been provided. They want to put it on a spreadsheet. They need all the sideways tips, smelly tips, hairy tips, upside down tips, short tips, long tips, hairy tips, Swiss cheese tips. The state has complied by providing all tips in its possession of the defense. The state will continue to supplement this request as additional information is received. The tips have been provided in the same manner as provided to the state. A complete and chronological list of all tips does not exist. Request 136, all audio recordings related to all search warrants obtained in this matter. The state has responded they are attempting to obtain this information if it exists. The states will comply with this request upon receipt. The defense has been provided with a photograph of a DVD entered into evidence as 435-23-M085, labeled as SW Auto. SW Audio, what does that mean? There's also a notation that this DVD was copied to the county on 113.23. The state has complied with this request and has provided the following. Discovery on uh, 27.23. Request 164 body cam recordings, notes, photographs, and all information collected at the autopsies. Oh, God. Tulsa and Vargas. We're going to talk about an autopsy coming up here. Vargas and Gunnarsson. I don't think a drink of coffee would be fan-damn-tastic right now. As the state has indicated in its responses to prior discovery requests for the defense, the state has and will continue to provide discovery in accordance with ICR 16 and applicable laws. I hereby certify that a true and correct copy of the foregoing states supplemental response to defendant's second motion to compel. All right, that's it, guys. That is the two pieces of information I had for you today that came out regarding the Idaho 4. They do have pictures and 3D videos now that it will stand. Who knows what will happen? I can't imagine a judge will grant a jury entering a home with health and safety issues, especially asbestos. I think I'm going to be, you know, I think the asbestos thing is complete and utter bullshit. And I'll tell you why, because it's not legal to rent out if there's asbestos. They're just saying that lead and asbestos bullshit that hasn't existed since the fifties and the sixties. Hey, Grant Williams, everybody, sir, Grant from the land down under Suzak. They didn't keep them chronologically order. Sounds like they're very disorganized. Be rocking. It's hot, hot where you are, Grant. It's 105 here today, and that's Fahrenheit. 
Oh, is is audio better now? Can you hear this? Is it better now? Well, all right. Here we go. Whoa. Whoa, Nelly. All right, we got a lot more going on. Uh, you guys got to tell me what you think about these next stories. It's a hot sun buckaroo here, I tell you. Um, let's see, what do I want to play first? Banfield's back. I don't have a Banfield video yet, but I might. I might have one coming up. Brian Inton just isn't as much fun as Ashley. I was watching her last night. Man, they got her in her new studio. They got that gold. Uh, she has some new summer gold highlights. I'm telling you, man, she looks a lot better in the new studio. Uh, or should I say it compliments her face or something? Anyway. Wait till you get a load of this. The photos to her. She had to pay. They released the photos and she got them. Uh, and you can just imagine, based on the description of the way that little boy was killed, what those photos looked like. Zab Girl then proceeded to post them on her Patreon account, which is an account attached to her YouTube page. And she charged her followers money to see the autopsy photos. For $3, you could see little Gannon's body. She was making money off of that little boy's autopsy photos. Autopsy photos of a, a severely beaten to death little boy. Really, they just, just got no place on the internet. It was hard enough for the jury to have to look at them. But for this YouTuber to go to all that trouble to request them, to pay the money, to get them from the government, and not only post them, but then to charge people to see them, I mean, I just find it sick. My question, you know, has, has Zav Girl ever even been in a courtroom? Or All right, so we talked about this. Before it hit the main news uh, in the background as a YouTube creator, and um, somebody, one of my producers, contacted me and said, hey, did you hear that someone, some sick bastard, is selling autopsy photos? I'm like, wow, really? And then it hit mainstream a few hours later. And, uh, man, I want to know what you guys think about this. I don't go around talking about creators. You know me. I don't start creator drama. We keep with the dramas in the stories. It's not about me, damn it. We're not, none of us are here because Gerald Schmimmins is the greatest Schmimmins that have, has ever Schmimmins the Schmimmins. We're here because of the stories. We're here because of the crime, not because we're sickos, because we're not sickos. We're horrified. We want to know how. We want to know how to keep it from, how to keep the evil out there, how to keep it away from our homes. There's some people who think it's all about them. And what we talked about behind the scenes, I'm just going to let you in. We talked about, of course, how sick it is. But you know what? The, U the YouTube algorithm is a sick son of a bitch. And it promotes things like this. And I'm gonna, we're going to go to her YouTube page. We're going to look at it. I'm, and really, I'm focusing on the algorithm part. So she sells this. She causes drama. They're talking about her on News Nation. The New York Times, I believe it's the New York Times. The New Yorkers even run a story on her tonight about this. 
I noticed she's winning. I mean, she's getting a lot more followed. People are following her to want to know what she's going to talk about, what she's going to do next. I'll tell you what she put out a couple hours ago. She's not losing anybody. What if I did something so sick? Would I gain more people than I lost? I mean, this is some sick, sick stuff. A little boy was murdered by his mother. His stepmother, who she claims the mother wasn't helping at all, and which might be true. You know, the little boy might have just been there with his dad and his stepmother, and she was treating him in unimaginable ways, torturing him. She murders him. All right. Somebody on YouTube, a talking head, decides to sell pictures of the autopsy from their Patreon. So apparently she didn't, one of her followers, or what do you call it, subs, got the freedom of request and sent it in to get the autopsy photos, gave them to this person, to Zab Girl, and she posted them up. Also, there was uh, something about, man, I can't remember her name. Anyway, Let's continue this here, and I'm going to look in the chat room because I really want to talk to you guys about this. More interviewed a grieving family. That's my issue with some of these YouTubers that cause problems. They hide behind their computers. They don't even use their real names. Like in this case, we don't even know who Zav Girl really is. Uh, and if you're so proud of your page, I don't know why people don't just use their real name. And this isn't some video game or TV show you're playing on your computer. All right, so this is important for people to know, especially for those on Spotify. Because, I mean, the Spotify audience for the podcast and those on YouTube are different, you know, have different needs. All right, so I'm going to read what some of the people we have going on in the chat room right now. It's important. Of course, uh, Hot Ham Radio says, I think it's funny that News Nation continues to report on YouTubers, though. I thought the same thing. Brian likes to cause fights with him. The story is sick and needs to shed some light on and the woman. Oh, God, I was a member on her channel. Oh, my gosh. I won't say who that was. All it takes a few bad apples to rent for everyone. Yeah. All right. Now, this is important. The drama community started this and also viewed the autopsy and was all for drama, clicks, and views. It is true crime. It is ugly. Okay. So, I'm, I'm actually in true crime, but there's something called, what do they call it? Crama? Crama? where they do true crime and drama. They cause drama with other creators and they fill in the gaps because, you know, there's some stories that are big and viral and there's others that are not. So let's say Idaho 4 and they're there waiting for a new one. So they start something with another creator and it's called Crime Drama, Krama. There's a one YouTuber called Krama Mama. And of course there was Molly Golightly. I think she was one of the persons that invented it actually, Crime Drama. And then there's people that don't do drama at all. I don't do drama. I don't argue. So those of you that are listening on Spotify that didn't know that there's a crime dr slash drama community, this is what Dragonfly is articulating here. The drama community started this and also viewed the autopsy. And it was all for drama, clicks, and views. It is true. Crime is ugly. All MSM is morphing into YouTube now. That was true. Hearing what happened to this little boy is horrifying. I'm sorry to see it, to visually see it. I'm sorry to visually see it. It's something else. I watched that entire trial. It was horrific. Uh, Patreon took her video down. Her video down. So she had a video of the pictures on her Patreon. Okay. 
I thought she had the actual pictures. She lost 2,000 people. Okay, I didn't know that. See, we're getting updates from the chat room. You guys are freaking awesome. Does she have children? I don't think so. Patreon, move the pictures. I don't think she does. I'm not sure. Zav stays in her lane, and she does not do drama. She is on vacation. It was planned a month ago. She isn't hiding. She is just true crime. Are you are you a Zav girl follower? See, that's what I mean. That's why I don't talk about other creators. Wow, I didn't know it was his stepmother. She should have no right to do. Well, the stepmother was the one that murdered him. All right. She got info and it included photos. So who let them out? God, and I just joined her channel a few weeks. Would you stop talking about joining her channel? I don't. You live here. Nuck Fado. Uh, I feel like I should just about give you a warning on that one. I feel like you violated me somehow. I'll tell you what, I am going to delete your comment, though. Uh, I can't. Because we don't talk in all caps here. It's all the terps. That's what it is. I don't argue either. Damn pics. No, they came with what she does for every case she does. A FOIOA. They just came. No special request. Okay. And she did not know whether to show them. Subs said yes and said, be careful. They really upset her. She warned people Zav is not crime drama. She is true crime only. Okay. Good information. Didn't know. I have the autopsy photos from Marilyn Monroe. Your last warning. Don't talk in all caps. You agreed to that when you joined our channel to chat here. Come on, Vincent. Good to see you, though. Thank you for stopping by. I got a lot more information than this, guys. Midnight Radio. I believe it was a live stream for Patreon and included the images, but I could be wrong. Thank you, Connie. You're awesome. Connie, Connie, thank you. Midnight Radio. I might as well talk about it now, LOL, before some Karen yells at me on YouTube somewhere in three years. Truer words have never been said. Yes, for the facts. And when she speculates, she tells you, thank you, Dragon, Dragonfly, for giving us perspective. We're going to continue on what they're reporting about this, though. You know, th this is a real family's life. This morning, Zav girl, she got a lot of heat for this. She posted this. Damn it, I look at this guy and I see Boss Baby. Statement on the YouTube page about the controversy. Uh, it was deleted. It's back up now. I screamed, grabbed it. This is part of it. She wrote, the reality of the situation is that different people feel, feel differently about this. Some people are genuine, genuinely think making a video, including the autopsy photos, is bad, and I respect their opinion and feelings. Other people like myself think of autopsy photos and the coroner discussing. You know, I, I've not done anything like this. So, but I think the thing that set people off is that it was behind a paywall or something. Is that it? Explaining, interesting, and informative uh, are all, all able to view it in a more scientific, detached way. Well, Zav Girl, there is nothing detached about posting the autopsy photos of an 11-year-old little boy and then, on top of it, which I really think pushes it over the line, charging money. Oh, okay. Uh, thank you, Baystorian. Thank you. Glad you're here. Seriously mean that. 
for people to see them. It, it is sick, it's deranged, and you should just own up to it. Whoever you are, wherever you live, uh, maybe get out from behind your computer screen, go to the local courthouse, and actually sit through a murder trial and see what it's like for the families in real life. Not on YouTube, not sitting behind your computer and thinking about clicks, uh, but actually go to the courthouse and see what these families actually have to deal with. And then think about how it might feel for them after having to see those photos in the courtroom to then have, have them plastered all over the internet and then be trying to charge people money uh, to view them so you can get rich off of it. Um, it it's just awful. I want to bring in District Attorney Michael. Man, I just want to slap him. And he's not talking about me. And you know, it's not like me and Zab girl like this. I don't know her. But man, he thinks people get rich off YouTube? No. O'Brien with the shade. He's throwing salt in YouTube's game. Watching his mother and father and even her own daughter and brother at trial was heart-wrenching. Does look like really big in that shot, LOL. He's got a big head. You got a big head. How about that? Allen, who served as the lead prosecutor uh, on Little Gannon's case. Thank you for being with us, Michael. You were the lead prosecutor. You had to go through that whole trial. Um, I, I can't even imagine, like, this just got me so mad thinking about Gannon's family. Um, I know they're aware of this. I mean, how are they processing all of this? Well, thanks for having me on to talk about this. First off, uh, we reached out to the family members and, and had discussions with them about this, just letting them know that one, it's happening. And sort of what they can do potentially to combat this. But honestly, there's nothing they can do to get these photos down once they're on the internet. It's it's just completely disrespectful uh, to the family members that had have had to live through this horror. But even more so, it's, I mean, Gannon deserves so much more in life uh, from his stepmother. And he certainly learned, uh, deserves dignity and respect in death. And, and there's nothing about what this YouTuber is doing. And, and I think there's another one out there as well that they're doing that, provides any dignity or respect to Gannon. And the statement that they put out about this incident, uh, sort of justifying it, it just rings hollow. Mm. Other ways to do this, uh, scientifically, uh, they could have used body diagrams that the autopsy also included, instead of putting the actual pictures of Gannon's just completely broken body uh, that reflects the depravity and horror that he had to live through and, and die at the hands of his stepmother that he had to suffer. It's just, it's outright disgusting. And, and it just speaks to the lowest of, of human forms, in my opinion. Thank you for watching. Go to newsnationnow.com to find News Nation on your. So this, he wasn't even on Banfield show. All right. So here's a picture of Zav girl. And this is from, we're no more information about this. I did find out some more from, I don't know, Dragonfly. All right, here we go. I think because she was not going to put them on her YouTube channel to easy to access, not paywall. Patreon is not even YouTube related. Separate social media was one of her members suggested putting them there. <clears throat> All right, so I understand wanting to go through something other than YouTube and you have some pictures. We had, I think I had a picture of, um, something what did i scott what man anyway but i think behind the paywall is what's setting everybody off let's who was it the stephen smith i had a picture of stephen smith where the body was positioned 
and it, I think everything was uh, blocked out where you couldn't see, but I wasn't paying for it. And I, w I couldn't put it on YouTube, obviously. I think I put that in Discord one time. Yeah, I don't think it was money real motivated. I think there was a genuine interest in her community, but she should have known better. I just can't handle outrage news, LOL. Outrage news for sure. All right, let's go over the rest of this outrage news here. True crime YouTuber slammed for charging to see autopsy photos of murdered 11 year old boy. All right, you can clip on this and it takes you to her channel. Let's do that before I read this to you. Share this tab. This is Zav Girl. Oh, 89,000. She was at 90 something. So some people unsubscribed. Let's look at her video. I saw something interesting in her community post video two this is two days ago so she had a post this morning where she wanted to know how to contact the stepmother and she got attacked a lot i think she's going to apologize or something and man everybody was just ganging up on her and she took that down so i see here this is what brian inton showed he didn't read all of it I'll read you a little bit of it. Hey guys, I want to address what's going on right now with again an autopsy slash corner video I created. Unfortunately, this seems to be something where people are very divided on how they feel about it. And I'm hearing a lot from both sides. The reality of the situation is that different people feel differently about this. Some people genuinely think making a video, including the autopsy photos is bad. And I respect their opinions and feelings. Other people like myself think of autopsy photos and the coroners discussing slash explaining them as interesting and informative and are able to view it all in a more scientific detached way. It's just one of those things where it depends on the person. I'm not adamantly against taking the video, taking down the video. People are truly unhappy with it. And I will absolutely consider doing that. But right now, it seems that there are a lot of other people who are acting in bad faith and creating lies for fun and excitement in order to pit others against me. Okay. So this is like what you guys were informing me about the crime drama aspect. See, I learned from you guys. If you heard the latest rumor that I've been distributing photos of Gannon's genitalia, I assure you I have not. His gen genitalia isn't visible in any other autopsy photos in any of the photos in the autopsy corner video. So she had a, his autopsy corner video. So it's a bit difficult to sort through what's what when there are other creators who have the same autopsy photos up right here on YouTube for public viewing on their channel where anyone can stumble across them and they are not being attacked as I am right now. It becomes obvious that some of this hate I'm receiving is not genuine and it's being done from for other reasons. YouTube drama gets clicks. I understand some of you have issues with me change, charging money on my Patreon for the video. If I was charging money for the autopsy files alone or something like that, I think I'd see your point. But in this case, I spent a lot of time and worked hard putting together a video, lining up the coroner's audio and descriptions along with the appropriate part of the photos he is describing and editing it together to try to make it as informative as possible for the viewer this is what i'm charging for which i would hope you can agree is understandable anyway thank you to those who have reached out to me with your take on it in a respectful way 
who understand this is simply a bit of gray area as to what is socially acceptable and what isn't. Like I said, I'm not against removing the video and I care what you think, but it's hard to make sense of it all while I'm getting some very seriously unhinged threats being made against myself and my loved ones. And those threats are coming from those who claim I'm doing something morally objectionable. For those of you who are willing to discuss this rationally and want to communicate your thoughts, please comment on this post as I might not see it anywhere else. After I deal with the threats, I will come back and read everything here so I can get an idea on the best way to proceed based on all of your input. And there's 3.2 thousand messages. I wonder what some of those are, shall we? All right, see what I wanna say about this. What, what's going through my mind before I read the comments here? The trial's over and the stepmother's been convicted. So why aren't we still going over the photos? Why, why do we need to see the photos now? When we looked at the Stephen Smith photos and things, we were still trying to figure out, did he get hit by a truck or did he not? The trial is over now. So why are these videos still, why are these videos and uh, coroner's photos prevalent? That's my question. All right, now to the quest, the comments rather in this comment section here. One of my children died in 2005, so I'm responding as a parent. What you did with Gannon's autopsy photos is appalling. It's simply appalling. Did you ever think about how his parents would feel or are you devoid of empathy? Gannon's murder also, murderer also liked empathy. If you're so desperate for money, I suggest to go fund me. Ooh, harsh. Here's one thing. This isn't about what we think. Gannon's family has been through hell that most of us will never comprehend. This case was closed already, and his family have finally started trying to heal from those wounds. As this, all this did was reopen those wounds for absolutely no reason other than greed. For all of you defending this because your thirst for morbid curiosity was quenched or your quest for scientific knowledge was hampered, too bad. Here's some science for you, Zav. The world doesn't revolve around you, thankfully. Oh, these are mean guys. Ask yourself how you would feel if it was your child, brother, grandson, or nephew. This was a heinous crime done to a poor, innocent child. Ask yourself if you'd be okay with someone making money off your loved one's death. It's morally wrong. Okay. Now let me ask myself that because I have a little boy that I love very much. I would feel differently, you know, it, it would be a hard position to be in to, to start off with and uh, nothing would be, you know, nothing would make you feel good. There'd be no happy days in that time. But if there were a lot of YouTubers that had pictures of him, if he's dead and they don't know who the murderer is of where his body is and they're, they don't know who did it and they're trying to find out and all the YouTube videos are putting this picture up. I would like that. I would want, the information out there i would want everybody's help on to figure out who did it but the trial is already gone and they're still putting the pictures up and even selling you know charging money to view oh that would bother me i must say it would do i think she did it just for money i don't know continuing i'll read the next couple of comments here. And I think the ones that pop up to the top are the ones that are thumbs up the most. 
You want to be paid for all the work you did to make a disturbing video of a brutally murdered little boy. Gannon paid the ultimate price. Karma is real and it has no expiration. Let's put this in the most basic terms. If you suffer a wound, you get it dressed and wait for it to heal. You always have a scar as a reminder, but it will heal. What you have done by disclosing the information you have is remove those dressings before the healing process was completed. You've reopened the wound and the healing must start anew and the scar may be more defined than it would have been previously. Your your open letter has done nothing to ease the pain you have inflicted. In truth, spinning this to reflect yourself as a victim only serves to make you look more like a fool. This entire travesty could have been prevented by you and you alone. How sad is it to see there are creators like you, BHB, Natasha, and Laura, ooh, who see nothing wrong with what you've done. May you all find peace and a sense of humanity within yourselves one day. Lodi. All right. I want someone to defend her. Uh, Dragonfly, uh, let me look back in the chat room. I want to know, Sarah, going back. All right, Dragonfly, uh, Hot Ham Radio. I've been watching her for years. Yeah, just a bad decision. Okay, exactly. My last comment is regarding Leticia Maria Victoria, who the feck ever. She was a good well-meaning heart just lost her dad to something i can't say on youtube it's true curiosity kills the cat if they would have stayed on patreon and not stolen and sold by them all this would have been a secret to her channel and patreon only so who stole and sold stuff from her patreon i wonder Dragonfly, that was madness. How did she ever get that? It was a word of the family who I believe donated it. I think some common sense would have done her good. I'm I'm looking for defense people on her side. Laura, they came with her freedom of information package. She requests for every case she covers. She was shocked. She got them DA's office screwed up. Okay. Gotcha. I think she would actually sell care channels hardcore true crime. Okay. Dragonfly, believe me, I know the flying monkeys who screenshot all that stuff. Hot ham radio, evil, mean, thrive on drama, people. I hope Karma gets them. Zav agonized about what to do. Subs and members egged her on to do it. And finally she said, okay, but on Patreon only. And then forewarned she said disturbing and heartbreaking guys this is something i want to let you know as a creator and i've kind of told some people in discord i told susan susan's not here and this just proves what i said um if you're on youtube or out a public figure for any amount of time at all everybody all you guys that watch are eventually going to go away sometimes you know you're going to lose interest people are going to come people are going to go but I, I mean this, um, every time, you know, it's not easy. You know, you see people all the time for months on end and then they're gone. They're like, well, that was a friend I don't have anymore. You know, whether it's because they don't like me or they don't like, they're just bored with what YouTube makes me cover or what, you know, it's not easy. 
It's not easy being cheesy, guys. So I can imagine what Zav Girl's going through right now. She lost, you know, thousands of people. A lot of those must have been her friends. And if you're watching this show right now, and if you haven't hit the thumbs up and the uh, subscribe, hit the subscribe button and the bell to join the conversation, I sure would appreciate it. But yeah, it's really hard to lose people. Supernova says, maybe it was a 100-year-old case because I can't think of any reason whatsoever to justify it, even if she didn't require payment. Is perverse and sick. Hey, Supernova, thank you for joining us. Someone said it's informative to see autopsy pictures, but the way this lady did it was awful, to say the least. Uh, honestly, guys, I don't think I would even look at those pictures at all, and I mean that. I really don't think my heart could take it. I'm not excusing her. I don't know what happened. I just liked her a lot up until a few days ago. We're all in a state of shock. I do medical transcriptions so I can handle this stuff, but sometimes I come across pictures I can't. I was in the war where I saw people blown up, but a child beat up, I don't think I could take. Supernova, yeah, I don't really, under, you know, I'm not talking about, um, I'm not talking about Zav Girl. I'm just talking about my ability to see something like that. I couldn't do it. And she narrated it. Did you guys see the video? Did some of you guys see the video? Come on. I guess you don't want to say, I understand. A person has zero rights after death. We need to work on laws about children's rights. Compass sometimes get lost and not purposely. Good to see you, Lucille. Amen, Lucille. I find someone I like and you are stuck with me. Good, good dragonfly. It'll be you immediately in because I'm not going anywhere. It's not easy being cheery, cheesy. All right, Supernova. I do not condone bullying and every true crime YouTuber jumping on the bandwagon. Midnight Radio. I just mean I don't see the point of posting those images. What would who would want that? They always charge for her case freedom of information. Nothing new. Yeah. Fruit Loops are here forever. They may leave for holidays, etc. But we ride forever but it's meds, infos with pics, no laws? Ah, that's a good question. What are the laws? What are, well, first of all, somebody said she sent in for the package. She got the package and those um, pictures were accidentally in there. So that'd be an accident. That wouldn't have anything to do with the laws. And according to the law, you guys want to know about the law. If those really weren't supposed to be in there, the law is, just because you got it doesn't mean you have the right to show it if the law states you shouldn't show it. That is the law. But I don't know if they're where the medical rights go after you're deceased. That's a good question. I do not know that. Natasha Cooper is the one that was selling that. Whoops, I just said a name. And then they were all over again, not Zav's fault. I guarantee she will not do that again, even if they get sent to her. All right, guys, we got a lot more stuff to cover. For those of you that are covered, that are interested in the Rudy Farias case, I'm the one covering it. I'm one of the people covering it. Man, it's hot in here. Woo! Yeah. Last night, it's not grizzly hood news. It's grizzy, grizzy hood news. She did an interview with him, and I posted it. And actually, I talked about it on my Spotify. So. You guys can look at Midnight Radio Spotify if you want to listen to that. I'll show you some. We'll go over some of it here. Uh, let's go ahead and finish this up first. I just wanted to know how, what you guys felt about it. 
and you give me some information. Let's see, what channel am I even on? Oh, we're on hers. All right, let's see if we got any new information about this. Her Patreon account has been removed. Wow. It said, whoever ran Zavgirl's Patreon account and then released the photos on her page, charging her followers $3 to see him, which $3 is just what the cost of Patreon, so that's kind of twisted. Her Patreon account has since been removed. Well, let's, open, let's look. Open a new tab. Oh, that sucks. Her whole Patreon is gone, guys. She lost her Patreon. Depending on how many people she had, that could be a big hit. Mm. News Nation senior correspondent Brian Enton, senior national correspondent, reported that Zav Girl obtained the gruesome photos, who was stabbed and shot by his step stabbed and shot. Oh my God! In 2020, by submitting a Freedom of Information Act, and said that whoever runs the Zav Girl Patreon, okay. It's sick, it's deranged, and you should just own up to it, and said on Tuesday. Zavgirl has revealed her face to her 89,600 YouTube subscribers. Her real names remain as a mystery. Man, these guys are dicks. What are they going to say about Oshmimmons? If they say something about me, by God, my name is Gerald Schmimmons. I'm going to do something where Brian Inton has to talk about Gerald Schmimmons. And I'll have to make up a story and say I did it. Zav Girl addressed the criticism in a lengthy statement. We went over that, guys. Man, having your face on the national media. Zav Girl also denied the autopsy footage she distributed showed Janine's, Shannon's genitalia were good. All right, I'm going to go to the sum of the... Oh, my God. I can't even read this stuff. This is, like, breaking, guys. Like... They're still typing. Man, this is horrible. I'm not even going to read these. All right. I feel bad. Well, I don't know if I feel bad. I don't know how I feel, to be honest with you. All right. Now, this made the national news also. So I'm going to play this and then we're going to move on, guys. And while I'm playing this, I'm going to be reading your comments in the chat. Developments in a murder case with national attention. Fox 31, of course, has been following the investigation into 11 year old Gannon Stout's murder for years. His stepmother, Letitia Stout, found guilty of killing her stepson. The verdict came down in May, but tonight, more controversy brewing in the now closed case. YouTubers are reportedly charging people to view Gannon's autopsy photos. Fox 31's Talia Cunningham is in studio with the very latest, all new at nine. Talia. Well, Erica, two self proclaimed true crime YouTubers are facing some serious backlash tonight. Gannon, who's pictured here, was killed back in 2020. Medical examiners say the 11 year old suffered 18 stab wounds, blunt force injuries and a gunshot to the jaw. So the two YouTubers reportedly charged their patrons to view the gruesome autopsy photos and people are furious about it. They go by the names of Zab Girl and Natasha Cooper and claim to have a passion for understanding human behavior. So Zab Girl has posted multiple other videos that you see on your screen, but many people say she's gone too far exposing the images of the murdered child and then charging people to see it. The YouTuber addressing why she's charging money, stating she put a lot of time and hard work into making her video and lining it up with the coroner's audio to the autopsy photos, basically the effort that went behind that post. The district attorney of Colorado Springs is calling it disgusting. This just keeps those wounds open. Uh, they know that uh, Gannon's body is being paraded around essentially on the internet superhighway. 
and there's nothing they can do to stop it. And it's just, it's just grotesque. So Zap Girl did address the backlash in a now deleted post on YouTube defending her actions. It reads in part, quote, the reality of. Wait a second. Pause it. Pause it. Pause it. Uh, Sue Mac. How do you say that? Susan Mac. Three dollars times 100,000 equals. Really? She had 100,000 on Patreon. Oh, my. She lost all of it. Oh. The situation is that different people feel differently about this. Some people genuinely think making a video, including the autopsy photos, is bad, and I respect their opinion and feelings. Other people, like myself, think the autopsy photos and the coroner discussing them as interesting and informative and are able to view it all in a more scientific, detached way. So the YouTuber went out to say that she's been receiving some threats from people all across the country. I did check on that Patreon link tonight, and that entire page has since been removed. And coming up tonight, a little bit later, we have reaction from Gannon's family. In studio, Talia Cunningham, Fox 31. Oh, hell no. Did you hear that? Later tonight, they're going to have a reaction from Shannon's family. Oh. They say you have to be infamous before you can be famous. Yeah, infamous. That's what we do on our radio station, guys. Those of you are watching that didn't know we have a radio sh- station, you should check it out. Just go to midnightrad.io and check it out. I'll tell you what, it's not like your regular radio station. We are fully licensed. But we are radio without limits. But I wouldn't do anything like this, no. Supernova says, I don't think anyone should have told the family. They don't need that extra drama, trauma, drama. I agree. She actually contacted the family? No way, before or after she posted the photos. No, 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 she was trying to contact the family this morning. She said, could somebody please give me a way to contact the stepmother and she put her name on there people said you better leave him alone and then i know the post was gone um when we watched the brian enton video that was the family lawyer that was talking to brian i'm sure he told the family uh maybe there will be charges that come up because of this i don't know if there is i'll cover it um do you guys want to see if they actually have a video of them talking to the family because This was a few hours ago, and I can look. I kind of want to know. Maybe they're not going to make a... video of it yet. I'm looking, looking, looking. She said she talked to the mother. I don't see anything. All right. All right, let's move on. I got some more information I want to share with you guys. All right. How many of you guys, show of hands in the chat room, how many of you guys are subscribed to Midnight Radio on Spotify? If you're not, you should. You should be, guys. Come on now. I ran this story there only last night, and we're going to go over it right now because I don't think many of you listen to it. And I want to discuss this with you because this is some weird and crazy stuff. All right. Uh, There were two interviews. There was an interview with Rudy, Rudy's mother's friend. All right. 
and there was an interview with Rudy himself. Now, I'm not going to play the interview with Rudy's mother's friend. You're going to have to go to my Spotify for that. But Rudy's Rudy himself, I'm going to play the interview right now as I have the rights to, so I'm going to do it. Let me show you his picture. And he says some crazy, crazy stuff. We're going to go over it. Are you shocked at how much attention this is? Yeah, a lot. It's, it's a lot of attention. It kind of gets me overwhelmed, you know. Uh, other than that, you know, I just try to stay positive, you know, just try to keep my mentality straight and honest and true and just spread positivity and kindness, you know. So the world thought you were missing for eight years. Where where were you? Where have you been? Uh, just at home. Just stuck at home, you know. If somebody would come over, my mom would just tell me, stay in the room, you know. Keep the door locked. Don't let them in. Don't make any sounds. Don't do anything, you know. Tell us about what it was like living there. Were you allowed to leave the room? Was she holding you there against her will? She never, like, locked me in or, you know, like, handcuffed me or anything like that. You know, I had free will to leave. It's just... It just felt like brainwashing, honestly. Like, just it just kept confusing me. Just the way you know she would manipulate me into saying like, "Oh, you're gonna get arrested because you have a speeding ticket or something, like something minor, something innocent." And then it would just, and then it would just kind of escalate into just people just. Sorry, you're good. Which is um, take your time. Yeah, it just escalated from there, from, you know, just wanting to get away from home, just be free, live my own life, arguing all the time. And then we eventually just went into just, she locked me in there pretty much mentally, just that she was my only parent. She was the only person I ever really had besides my brother. So when I lost my brother, I didn't have anybody to teach me how to live, you know, how to have confidence or trust in myself or anything you know so i just depended on my mom all my life what did you been doing for those eight years just um trying to study the best i can online you know understand how the world works you know understand different cultures different religions different everything because my life i just believe that we should stop putting labels on everything and just understand the communities and the prosperity and the growth and the positivity because there's just too much fighting there's too much anger there's too much depression and mental health problems in the world yeah it's just we just need to spread more positivity because all of it everything around us it's just it's an algorithm that they control through the social media and through the colors and just everything, you know? Like if you see something white, like a white wall or a white pillowcase or a white car driving around the place, you know, you'll you'll just understand that like, you're just trying to have a positive thought and then you'll look at something white and get sidetracked and you'll get distracted about stuff and things. And Now the things he's saying is, um... Man, it just boggles my mind. It's, it sounds like stoner talk. He starts here in a little bit. He's going to start talking about the pretty colors. Man, the color of this makes you feel this way, and this makes you feel that way. The reason why I bring it up is because I don't know what to think. Whenever they start talking a mysterious question, if they're talking about asking, if they're asking him if his mother sexually abused him, he starts talking about this um, positivity. Um, colors you know kind of mumbo jumbo so i want to know if this is a symptom of him being alone without having communication 
with any peers his age for the past eight years or if there's something else going on when i'm leaning to think well maybe whatever this was he has involvement in it in my mind then i see him start crying about some things he he's talking about and my mind goes the other way so i just really want to know what you think guys i put a link up there for memberships if you've lost your membership because you haven't renewed it and you want to i'm just reminding you here to please renew your membership all the money goes to keep our online radio station open so really i don't know any other youtuber that does this if they do let me know because i want to check it out everything you give to us goes back to you and i really mean that and i put i put all the money from this where my mouth is we're going i told you at the beginning of the show that we're going to um iHeartRadio and uh tune in there's monetary expenses that go with that so please if you want to continue the radio station the show and if you haven't checked out the radio station you're want, you're going to want to okay so i pinned up there if you're interested in being a membership i got new stuff just for members only we do fruit loop friday just for members now so you might be interested in that if you like the show i'm going to continue with rudy ferris right now i want you to join in the conversation the phone number is 325-261-0892 the phone lines are now open the phone lines well they'll be open here real soon then you'll find stuff like a pink wall or something or pink whatever and then just be reminded of you know somebody trying to help you in prosperity you know just somebody loving people and red people confuse that for anger or hate and it's only anger or hate these type of things if you look at it that way you know you know police said a lot of times that you were 17 when this happened and you're an adult you spoke a little bit about this about some of the family um, trauma you've had growing up talk about the fact that although you're an adult, how difficult it was for you to be in this situation and maybe not be able to get out of. I've been going to therapy. It really has helped me a lot with getting past all the jumbled together mess of mind that's been running around in here. You may or may not have heard of BetterHelp. They are an online platform that can help you to find a therapy where you can have your sessions in the comfort of your home or anywhere if you're traveling. On BetterHelp, there are a broad range of over 20,000 therapists in different areas that can provide you access to help that may not be available in your local area. When you register, you just fill out a questionnaire that will get through your needs, your basic information, and the platform can match you with someone within 48 hours. And from there, you can schedule your video call, your phone call, and if you think this person isn't for you, you can change them and no extra charge because in the end, this is for you. It's for helping you. Right now, everything seems to be online now. People work online. It's really convenient that you get to see them without having to sit in the traffic or having to travel long distance just to go to their office. Now you can join more than 3 million people who have taken charge of their mental health. I usually skip through the commercials, but I think the mental health commercial, I think some of you might have needed that. Stockholm syndrome, honestly, like just held against my will mentally, not physically, just constantly like she was bombarding me with negative thoughts and like every time i come around her she just makes me it's like little triggers just pop up and it's like if i'm trying to get away from my mom i'll hear a random noise and it'll be like a little reminder in my head like don't do that don't say this or you know just little things like 
she's putting ideas or thoughts into my head whenever I'm just trying to, you know, just understand the world. Do you think your mom took advantage of you? Heavily. How does that feel? I mean, I can't imagine you said. So there, he wasn't physically locked in, but he's talking about Stockholm syndrome. So if you're educated about what Stockholm syndrome is, how are you going to let it happen to you? It's not like you're ignorant about the effect. And he's saying it was just her negativity that kept him from doing something. You know, this doesn't seem right to me as I listen to it. And then things change in my mind when he starts getting deeper and crying about it. Let me know what you think. The phone line is right up there now. I'd love to talk to you. This phone's a conversation with you. The show is 325-261-0892. Whether you like to talk about the Farious case. And I don't know if I'm going to go through this whole interview, to be honest. Because we're running out of time and there's other things that are crazy that I want to talk about. So I'm going to play a few more minutes of this. Whether you want to talk about this or talk about the YouTuber who was had autopsy pics on their, on their page for $3 to see, then I'm, I'm game to talk to you. But I'd really like someone to call me who would want to defend her, you know, Zav girl for selling the video on Patreon. I'd like someone to call me and defend it because I've already seen all the negative things. I want to see the defense of it, if that's possible. Your mom is really the only person in your family you have. How was that that you felt your own mom Took advantage. It was. It's like I lived in prison. It's like I lived in a jail my whole life. I just wanted to be free. I wanted to have my own job. I just, I just wanted to live my life. I just wanted to um, just love somebody. You know, have somebody else that would actually love me because I wasn't sure what love was. I struggled understanding my emotions. I don't know when I'm sad and that I'm sending out negative energy. I don't understand when I'm happy and sending out positive energy. I just, the only way I was under understanding how to communicate with people was online. And even then you can't trust everything you see online because half the time people are just making their own assumptions. That's something too. I thought about that. He's been out for a couple, uh, about a week or so now, about a week and a half. Perhaps he's, reading about these things and talking to people so he's better able to articulate it now. I agree with you guys. Thank you, chat room. Spinning what they want and just I can't ever speak my truth because everybody wants to assume things. Can you go into the brainwashing? What would she say to you? Would she say something would happen if you were to leave her home? It wasn't that. It's just after I left, I started to understand that all of it's just an algorithm. It's literally all an algorithm. If you look at something black, you understand that they understand. If you look at something white, that'll confuse you when you're trying to go in a positive direction. If you look at All right, what the hell is he talking about here, guys? He's losing me here. Is there anybody here that can explain it to me? Something red, it'll remind you of love. If you look at green, it'll remind you of, you know, like grounding people that are there for you and stuff, you know? Hi, Mark Barden at Sandy Hook Promise here. When the gunman shot his way into. Did you feel stuck? And, and what was she doing exactly that kept you hidden? It's just every time I would try to leave or, you know, try to do things for myself. Like, I want to go get my own money. I want to go work a different job. I want to do this and that. It would always just come right back around to just 
don't do that or it's bad don't do that you know like cops are gonna come out they're gonna do this they're gonna arrest you if you're driving a car without a license or this and that and just like oh how you expect me to get a license to drive a car if i can't even go out why do you all i do is work all right so here's some comments from the chat room very good very good cornell really complicated this whole case he should never have said a word on the spotify episode i did last night i talked about i played the interview that was done with i think her name is josie that's his mother no her name is janie janie's friend she talks about all the cons janie's been involved in so you get more of the information and i also played the bit of cornell in his press conference so you know exactly what he said and then you compare that i compared it to what rudy is saying so check that out on spotify i'll put it in the chat room i'll put a link of it on there for those of you that are interested we'll play a few more minutes of this 12 hour shift seven days a week and i get 60 dollars like i don't understand how that's fair why do you think she wanted to keep you hidden i, I don't know it all started just because i had a speeding ticket i went like 70 and 55 trying to go to work and then when that all started it's just like i wasn't able to have a life i was starting to start working and growing and you know provide for myself and then after that happened i just i couldn't do it this was some information that was new we were told that he ran away and came back a day or two later i heard he was gone for two days and i heard he was gone for one day the fact is he never left that's not what started all this. It was a plan for his mother who came up with a plan after he got that speeding ticket. And guess what? He was 18 years old when he got that speeding ticket, y'all. I think the question everyone has is why. He's not 25 now. He's 26 because she lied about his age. He wasn't 17 when he went missing. He was 18. And your mom would lie and say that you've been missing for eight years. Did she ever tell you? Did you ever ask mom, why are we pretending that I'm missing? And that's the thing when it comes to the real small details like that, I just can't, I don't remember. It's like, it just blocks it out. Like she's blocking it out for me or something. It's like, I just, I just want to remember the facts. I just want to understand, you know, who I am and what I'm trying to do and just try to live my life the way I want to and not how she wants me to. Were, were you questioning your mom? Like, mom, why am I? Doing yeah, this? I would always ask her stuff like, when am I going to get a job? When am I going to have my own car? When am I going to be able to make my own decisions? When am I going to be able to just go out and be free? Like, why can't we just go to the police station? Why can't I just get a lawyer? Why can't I just do that? And she's like, oh, you can't get a lawyer because it's too much money. We can't do that because it's too much money. Everything was always just money, 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 money. It's a constantly money. If you had to guess why she was doing this, was she making money from you being missing as far as you know? I don't know. I think somebody at one point mentioned something about an original GoFundMe page. And then she, my mom, wanted to say something about All right, so he doesn't talk about any of the money or when I start talking about asking him if she abused him sexually, he starts going off on a tangent about colors and everybody projecting love, all right? So I did a really in-depth show about this on Spotify. I put it right there for you guys in the chat room. Um, you can check the episode. That's a link to the direct episode right there. You can uh, click on that. You can listen to it for free. Um, and you can, if you want to, 
that doesn't subscribe you to Spotify. That just brings you the episode. But in there, if you want to subscribe to Spotify, you can do that. But there's the whole sh- show, the whole shebang right there. If you want more information, that's me. Where the hell am I? Here I am, Mr. Schmemitz, bringing you value. All right, I got some other crazy stuff I want to go over with you. I'm going to continue to cover it, of course. But until then, here's your girl, Ashley Banfield. Oh, you knew it was going to happen. Do it. So, look, I don't know about you when you were a teenager. I know I did this when I was a teenager. Uh, you get together with some of your narrative will friends and you decide to egg someone's house. Usually it was on the next. What the hell? No, Ashley, I didn't do that when I was a teenager. You're telling me you went around egging houses? Tell me more. Right before Halloween, uh, sometimes other nights, but teenagers will do that. It's not that big a deal. They usually don't get in a whole lot of trouble. Might get in trouble at home, but not with the police. Unless you are three teens from Griffin, Georgia who allegedly set off to egg a house and ultimately left a dead man lying in the street, shot in cold blood in front of that house. How does that happen? You go to egg a house and there's a dead man? You bring a gun to a house egging? All I can tell you is that Sydney Mon, 18 years old, Jeremy Munson, also 18 years old, and Mackenzie Davenport, a 15-year-old or 19-year-old female, are all facing murder. And not just little murder, big murder, malice murder. It is extraordinarily serious in Georgia. But who pulled the trigger? Well, there's a witness who says they know. I want to bring in Alex Capriello. He is our correspondent who's on the scene who got an exclusive interview uh, with the person who was in the house, uh, person who lives in the house where that victim had actually come out of. This is, I, Alex, I can't for the life of me understand what happened here. The police are saying there's a lover's quarrel, but can you set the record straight on who these three teens were that came to the house, who the dead man is, the young man who came out of the house, and who the interview that you got uh, with the woman inside the house was, and how did this all actually play out? Right, yeah, we spoke to Kaylee Morgan. She is Tyler's best friend. She's also one factor of this quote-unquote lover's quarrel. Uh, she and Tyler had been getting a lot closer recently, and so she had invited Tyler to stay at her house for a week. He's from Texas. He came here to Georgia to stay with her, and that's when all of this unfolded. Sydney, one of the suspects in this case and a defendant now facing murder charges, uh, had a pass with Tyler, and when she came to the house with these two other teenagers to egg it, things got a lot more violent than anyone ever expected. I think the best way that we can really tell this story is from hearing from Kaylee herself. Take a listen. He came outside to confront her. They all ran back to the car. And from what I think happened, she shot him when he was running up to the car in the chest and then went to go turn away and shot him in the neck. And then he just collapsed. And he was alive for about 10 minutes, begging for somebody to help him. So it is very sad because he lost his dad that way. And from what I've heard, Jeremy got out of the car and snatched his necklace off of him. And it was his dad's ashes. 
Jesus and he was begging for his life and nobody knows what was going through his mind at the time. But it's very sad to see that she has no remorse for anything that she has done, nor Jeremy. And it's sad they're 18 just for them to throw their life away like that over something very childish. And when I spoke to Kaylee, you could tell that she really was much more than a best friend to Tyler. In fact, she's now carrying his ashes around her neck. If you looked at that locket that she was wearing, that's Tyler's ashes. So she, as well as the family, I've spoken to Tyler's grandmother today. They're all just absolutely heartbroken at this sudden loss of life. What looked to be an innocent vandal. Man, that was fast. Man, that's a sad story. So the guy that murdered him ripped the necklace off of his neck as he was laying dying and it was the ashes of his grandfather man that story is something else all right continuing here this is breaking news uh again i'm gonna be off right at about a few minutes before nine because we're gonna have a live show for you we're having julie ann with eight eight rock <laughs> third rock radio and she's going to play some really smashing hits and hopefully she can play my tina turner request we'll see so here we go sharing this tab three badly decomposing bodies found in a remote colorado campsite guys this is a weird story i'm going to give you the highlights three this is from today the the badly decomposing bodies of three people were found in a remote rocky mountains camp in colorado and then may have been lying there since late last year. A hiker discovered one of the bodies late Sunday and notified the authorities, who found the other two after arriving at the campsite Monday. Two of the bodies were inside a small, zipped-up tent, and the other was outside in the camp, which was in a remote wooded area where hikers typically wouldn't pass by. There were, there were personal belongings and tarps at the scene and a lean-to built from local logs over a fire pit. This is not a typical occurrence anywhere by any means, said Murdy. This is the sheriff, noting that his department doesn't think the discovery implies any risk to hikers or campers in the area. The sheriff's department is looking for missing persons report that might shed light on the situation, but they haven't found any yet. The coroner won't release the identities of those deceased until the next of kin have been notified. Based on the fairly mummified and advanced decom decomposition of the bodies, they were likely there through the winter and possibly since last fall. Because of the degradation, the autopsies will be difficult and will take at least three weeks. I'll keep you guys posted to this. Whether they froze to death in the winter, the combination of starved or froze, that's what it sure seems like, said the sheriff, noting that the actual cause of death won't be known until the autopsies were completed. Murdy said it's more common for campers or hunters to die of carbon monoxide poisoning by using heaters in enclosed spaces, but that this appears to be different because of how the bodies were found in the remoteness of the camp. I'll continue the story as we see it. This one is crazy. Have you seen this? This one smacked me in the face today. Patient fatally shoots Tennessee surgeon inside exam room. Here's the story right now. It's bad. It's horrific. It's terrible. Collierville Police Chief Dale Lane says a male patient of Campbell Clinic on Poplar shot and killed an employee around 2 p.m. Tuesday afternoon. Clinic officials confirm the victim is orthopedic hand surgeon Dr. Benjamin Ma. So this appears to be a one-on-one -on -one interaction that occurred in an exam room. This is not the 
mass shooting situation that we experienced at Kroger several years ago. It's nothing like that. Chief Lane is referring to the September 2021 shooting that left one Kroger customer dead, 13 others injured. Collierville PD offered active shooter training after that tragedy. Lane says that training helped the Campbell Clinic staff deal with today's horrific events. They were practicing what they had been trained in active shooter. Um, folks, that makes a difference. It absolutely makes a difference. In a statement, Campbell Clinic said, we are shocked and heartbroken to confirm the incident resulted in the tragic loss of one of our highly respected and beloved physicians, Dr. Ben Mock. We ask that you lift his family in prayer. Dr. Mock was just named one of the top doctors in Memphis by a nationally recognized group. And less than a week ago, Action News 5 talked to Dr. Mock about kids and fireworks safety for the 4th of July. We can get the word out to keep kids, you know, uh, safe from fireworks. Uh, I think, you know, if any kid's hands saved, in my standbook, standpoint, it's worth it. Devastated patients posted to social media, sorry to hear what happened to the great doctor, prayers for his family. Praying for his family, staff, colleagues, and patients. This is a true loss. He was super talented and skilled. Collierville police have not released a motive in the shooting. I would say don't live your life in fear, okay? We just have to be observant, pay attention to our surroundings, do as the people at Campbell's Clinic did today. When, when it began, they reacted the way they were trained, and I, I commend them for that. Thanks for watching. Oh, hey, Lester Holt. How's it hanging, man? Hey, guys, this, what I'm about to say, does not relate to the story you've just seen. So don't think it does. I'm not saying it's because of the story. It just reminded me of something. Whenever I've been in a business and we're having a safety class, you know the number one thing that kills people? That kills men at the job site? Go ahead. I'm waiting for your chat room is sleeping with other men's wives. I can't tell you how many stories I've heard of people getting gunned down at work because they're messing with somebody else's wife. Don't do it. Don't do it. I'd like to thank you for joining me today. I'll tell you what, this is good. You guys really helped me. This show is a conversation with you, and I've learned some things. I'd like to say hello to somebody I didn't get to say hello to. I typed it, but I didn't get to say it. V. Louise Author. V. Louise Author. Thank you very much. I'm glad you're here. You caught the end of it, but you can go to the beginning of it. Man, we've gone over some crazy things. Hey, guys, um, here's the link to the radio station for those of you that don't know. You got, you're going to want to check this out. Where the heck is that link? Oh, come on, guys. guys
All right, guys, I just posted it up right there. I pinned it up there. That is the link to the radio station. That is our new HD stream. The HD was activated today. You're going to get to hear, you're going to get to hear, um, Julianne and HD with our show Third Rock Radio, which is live right now at that link. As soon as I hit the off button, thank you guys very much. All my best. If your uh, memberships have ran out, don't forget you can re up those in case you forgot because it's the beginning of the month. I'm reminding you. I'll see you next time. Till next time, all my best. (laughs) 